Welcome to the Venture Sprout Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Mollis, Vice President of Vizient's Memberback Ventures. And today I have with me Dr. Aaron Gerber, Chief Executive Officer and Co-Founder of Reimagine Care Incorporated, and Dr. Clay Smith, Medical Director of the University of Colorado and CU Innovation Center. Clay is also the Director of the Blood Disorder and Cell Therapy Center. So I'm going to ask a question for both of you. And Aaron, if you don't mind, I'll ask you to respond first. What are the key problems or needs in the market that Reimagine Care is really aiming to address? Sure, Crystal. I mean, I think Clay highlighted a number of them in his previous comments, but a few things I would highlight. One is that really all key stakeholders stand to benefit from what we're doing. So patients benefit from a vastly better patient experience. It's more convenient. It's less isolating. It's more affordable when you look at both the direct and the indirect costs associated with receiving their care. Providers benefit from the service line differentiation and the revenue growth by offering a service that is, again, highly attractive to patients and to payers. If the cancer center is near capacity, which many are, then the program can also be used to increase access by freeing up capacity for higher complexity procedures in the hospital outpatient clinic. And it also can reduce the call burden. It improves physician and nurse well-being in the organizations that we're working with. And then, of course, you've got the payers. The payers can benefit from a reduction in the total cost of care and a collaborative working relationship with providers and the markets in which they have members. And the key is that achieving these benefits requires the combination of the right clinical resources, technology, and business model. Until Reimagine Care, this really hasn't been available in a significant way. Clay, I'll invite you to add any further comments here. Sure. I think Aaron summarized a lot of the potential advantages. I'd like to just mention a couple others. The current standard for our patient care and really care across America when someone leaves the hospital after getting chemotherapy or procedure like a bone marrow transplant is we ask them to monitor their own temperature and to call us if they have any findings on that thermometer. This is a really archaic approach to trying to manage side effects like infections and other problems. And I think one of the things that's very exciting about our work with Reimagine Care is that we are trying to replace this old-fashioned approach of monitoring for abnormalities like fever with a much more proactive and sophisticated remote patient monitoring that may detect infections far earlier than you would by just checking yourself with a thermometer. The other thing I like about it is, as you can imagine, if you're sleeping and you sleep through that fever, you may delay your treatment by many hours, whereas with proactive remote patient monitoring, we might be able to pick up the signs of an infection or any number of other problems much earlier. So I think this is a form of precision medicine where we're now, instead of relying on old-fashioned technologies and patients being on top of that 24-7, we're replacing that with active, sophisticated, careful monitoring. One other thing I'd like to point out is that we do a lot of clinical trials to try to advance medicine. And unless you live very close to the Anschutz campus, it's very difficult to participate in those clinical trials because there's so many interactions between providers and patients. One of many hopes with this interaction with Aaron and Reimagine Care is that if we can do clinical trials at a distance, we can open up access to these trials to people who live far away from Denver, thereby getting the benefits of trials and hopefully a lot more diverse populations involved in clinical trials. I think those are a couple of additional points in addition to what Aaron said about how this may may really transform healthcare. Great. That's fantastic. 
Clay, how do patients actually experience reimagined care? Is it white labeled? And how does that work in your organization? Well, we are doing this what we think is the right way and the rigorous way, which is as a clinical trial. And so what that means is patients consent to participate in a study testing the reimagined care model with remote patient monitoring. We are trying to do this in a as safe and stepwise fashion as possible to move the dial forward. So patients hear about that when we consent them to participate in the trial. Like I said, the feedback I've gotten is people are very, very grateful that someone has taken on this challenge and helping not just them, but all the other people going through these kind of treatments to be able to spend more time at home with their families and in the environment that they really feel is best for their recovery. So I think we really haven't approached this as a marketing exercise or as a brand recognition, but really as a clinical trial where the science and the rigor come first. That's great. So for both of you, what challenges do you expect to see in the industry along the way as we continue to evolve these care at home models, especially in the oncology service line? Well, I think they break down into basically two. One is technology. We really have to have seamless way to do this monitoring. That monitoring has to be integrated and reporting back to the patient's electronic medical record, as well as both the healthcare team and the reimagined care team. So all of those pieces in that puzzle have to fit together seamlessly and they have to work 24-7. As you can imagine, that is a hurdle. I think we're making great progress on it and I think we're going to clear that hurdle, but that's something we've got to address. I think equally important is we really need payers, including governmental payers, to recognize that care at home can be done effectively and safely, and it's actually potentially better for patients in some settings. Like I said, we're going to have care in hospitals, we're going to have care in clinics, but we should support financially via payers and payer policies care at home as well. I think that's a third complementary approach to providing care. We saw some progress in that area during COVID, but it remains to see whether momentum will continue to cover these kind of innovative approaches to treatment outside of the standard healthcare systems. Great. So the business model for reimagined care is very innovative and unique. So do you mind sharing more about that? Yeah, it's a great question, Crystal. At the end of the day, you can have an amazing model, but if you can't engage with patients and get the trust and support and engagement of those patients' physicians, it's not going to work. And so as it relates to patient engagement, we take a population health management approach. So we start with using two-way text. It's not an app or a portal. It's a uh, SMS text using natural language processing. So patients can essentially use whatever language they would typically communicate with a friend or family member. And then we make it easy for patients to engage with the program. So our advanced practice providers are monitoring this information and they can step into that chat at any time. We can also send a link for a two-way video where needed. We can send care to the home where appropriate. We can do a handoff and help coordinate that patient's trip to the hospital, emergency room, or clinic. And so that's one of the ways that we make it really easy for patients to engage. We are proactive in reaching out to those patients, but we are also available to them 24 hours a day, seven days a week for any concerns or issues that they have and and want to communicate back with us. For the cancer treatment at home, we make it easier for patients to receive their care by decreasing the need to travel, and and Clay highlighted that, I thought, really well. This improves access to high-quality care. It improves affordability. 
And it also, we think, can have a real impact in terms of health equity for a number of patients, all of which obviously would help from a patient engagement standpoint. As it relates to physician engagement, which is kind of the other side of the key puzzle here, we've been working to try to reduce the burden on oncologists and their staff by really being the first line of defense for symptom management. So by moving lower acuity treatment to the home and allowing oncologists to focus more on complex care in the hospital outpatient setting as well, we think we can allow those clinicians to really practice more at the top of their license and focus on the things that they typically want to spend their time working on. We can also use data and analytics to measure our performance and engage with our provider partners in continuous learning and improvement. And so that becomes a really important part of demonstrating the impact. And then over time, this data can fuel predictive analytics. And it can enable our provider partners and reimagined care clinicians to get better and better at delivering high-value care. It's one of the lessons that I learned in the work. I was privileged to be able to work with South Central Foundation in Alaska. And one of the things I thought they did particularly well was that continuous learning cycle and really getting good about understanding and measuring performance and then using that as a way to generate continuous learning and essentially drive that flywheel faster and faster over time. With respect to your industry view on this, how do you see Reimagine Care set itself apart from other emerging solution companies that are in this space? Yeah, so again, great question. We're pioneers. There are not a lot of companies out there that are doing what we are doing directly. So we're hoping that we can blaze the trail and that others will follow over time. But three things I would highlight. One is that we are laser focused on cancer care. So we don't work on other service lines. Oncology is complex. Safety and trust are big issues. And again, Clay highlighted that. These are very sick patients. We have made and will continue to make a significant investment in oncology clinical talent in technology and processes, all again focused on oncology patients. The second area I would highlight is our approach. And so we talked about this idea of collaborating or really extending the capabilities of great institutions like CU and Dr. Smith and his colleagues. And so there are several payer-centric solutions that exist to address the large and rapidly growing cost of cancer care. Things like prior authorization, brown bagging, white bagging, care navigation. But our view is that all these solutions are limited in their impact because they work around or against the providers. And our view is that healthcare systems and their oncologists, you need to work with them. And so we've really made a very important choice, we believe, to partner with those organizations and their physicians and then serve as an integrated extension of their service line. I guess the third thing I would highlight would be the combination of technology and people. And so we unlock the value of combining specialized label force with specialized technology. So today, our advanced practice providers are supported by remote patient monitoring, as Dr. Smith talked about, a two-way text with oncology at home algorithms. So everything developed around the specific needs of oncology patients. And as we amass the data, we're working to develop predictive analytics that we think will be very valuable in helping our partners and our clinicians better care for these patients. I'm so glad you went there, Aaron. Day-to-day integration into the workflow is critical. As your organization looks to foster existing relationships and new relationships with providers, where do you see Reimagine Care heading? Crystal, we would expect our business to evolve in a number of ways. A few that I'd highlight here is 
won more health care system partners. So Reimagine Care has developed a robust pipeline of community health care systems and academic medical centers that are interested in moving oncology care to the home. And they recognize the importance of having a strong partner to do this effectively at scale. These are both academic medical centers and again, community healthcare systems. The second is we expect to take on increased risk. So we all know that we are living in primarily a fee-for-service world today. However, we believe that there is a significant opportunity to reduce the total cost of care and along with our provider partners want to be able to participate in the savings that we are able to generate in doing so while at the same time delivering outstanding clinical outcomes. Our approach to doing that is a bit of a crawl, walk, run approach. So right now we're the crawl, most of that's fee-for-service, but over time through gain sharing and one day we hope even through capitation, we're able to take on, along with our provider partners, increased risk. The third way I might highlight is that we expect to be able to deliver more oncology services at home. So right now we have started with symptom management and treatment or drug at home. But we think that there's a number of other opportunities. I love Clay's comment around the clinical trials. Distributed clinical trials is one of those areas that we think could have a really big impact on health equity and access to high quality care, being able to receive treatment from a place like Colorado University for people who are just unable or perhaps unwilling to travel back and forth to the medical center and live at a distance. And so we expect to be able to add additional services over the time. But in the end, our goal here is to change the way in which millions of people in this country receive their cancer care. And with great partners like Dr. Clay Smith and CU, we think we're on a great path to do that. That's so exciting. So for both of you, is there anything you wish that I would have asked that I didn't or any final comments that you would like to add as we close out this podcast? Happy to close with just how excited I am for what this promises for our patients. Thinking about extending the great care that hopefully people are getting at CU and UC Health throughout the Rocky Mountain region for us is a dream come true. Seeing greater access to care, better equity, faster recoveries, a more personalized approach to finding those kind of things that may get you back into the hospital. And I think opening the doors we talked about to more clinical trials, all those are just wins across the board for patients. So I'm personally very excited to see that happen and be part of it by working with Aaron and the team at Reimagine Care. Thank you both for the great work you're doing to revolutionize oncology care and the impact that you're making. You are making it possible to offer care in the home to a specialized patient population where we know it's desirable and it certainly can be feasible. Thanks to both of you, Aaron and Clay, for joining us today on the podcast. And as always, thanks to our listeners for joining us as well. Please join us for more Venture Sprout podcasts in the future. And if you have any questions about Memberback Ventures, our contact email is in the resource section of our podcast page. I'm Crystal Mollis, and we'll catch you next time. Mm-hmm.